Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad. This is episode, was it 17? 17. I am Eric Smith, and I am here, as always, with Mr. Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are you? I'm feeling like a fat ass. Yeah. That's it? I, I am too. Oh, okay. Well, you're not breathing as heavily into every episode as I am. That's true. I'm not sure we should point that out to listeners. Cut it. Cut it out. Am I peeking? No, you're you're fine. Okay. Stop talking about it. I'm not loud You're grouchy you. today. No, I'm not. Super um, grouchy. You bring a guy a donut, and this is what happens. That's, yeah, no more he donuts. He goes, goes into a sugar coma. Is that... Oh, man, that's... Because um, I was actually already planning on talking about this, because you posted something on Instagram yesterday about Melissa, her little milestone. Yeah, she fits into her pre-pregnancy pants. God right. only knows I don't. Stress eating. Um, and I was going to say, like, I'm going the exact opposite direction. Did you stop biking or what? I haven't biked for a couple weeks. See, there's your issue. And I'm eating a ton of shit. Yeah, that's like, bad. really bad. Really bad. And you bring donuts in every time we record. Oh, Lord. No, I don't bring... This is my first time bringing donuts in, so don't act like I do that. Um, I started, like, buying stuff when I go to the store again. Like, oh, I'll just get this little... This box of, uh... Little Debbie Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and eat those on the way home from the store. Um, it's bad. I actually got kicked out of the bed last night because my snoring is back with, like, full force. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. So I'm upstairs now with the baby monitor, and then I just have to come down when she is ready to eat. I'm sleeping better. It's nice to sleep up there, but I'd rather not be up there. Well, you've been banned. There's no getting around that. Did you? St- are you going to work towards not snoring now? Well, I have to. I mean, I don't. I know. I knew what, what direction I was heading in, anyways. Before you know, she got mad at me. Man, I, the snoring has been bad enough in my house. I started sleeping in a separate bedroom just because we wanted to, but Melissa won't kick me out. Yeah, I mean, we were. We I was sleeping upstairs prior to the baby. I remember. And then the baby brought me down. Yeah. I, I kind of like sleeping in my own bed, also, but it's nice to not you know, have to. Yeah. Um, but it's also a good reminder of, hey, you better fix something because it's pretty bad. Absolutely. Great. Thanks. <laughs> oh, is this going to be good as, as, uh, episode 15? No, I, I actually, I do have a lot to update our, our listeners on, you know, from my end. So I don't know like what updates you have going on, but a lot of stuff has happened since we last recorded. I haven't really thought about it, so if you want to go ahead, maybe I'll think of something. Uh, I'm not short of any opinions or words. Mm, we know. Well, um, so first and foremost, uh, we celebrated Mateo's first Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all. Uh, and that was interesting. I uh, We had our first, uh, another doctor's appointment. Uh, where we found out that he is almost doubled in size. And we also found out, which we already kind of knew from the first couple doctor's appointments, that his head is, like, massive in a percentile-type way. Mm-hmm. I'm also surprised that, like, and I guess this is, like, somewhat normal, is that their, like, body mass increases, but they don't, like, actually get longer like, you would expect them to, like, go this way and that way. They get more dense? They just get more dense, you know? It's, like, just more dense. Yeah. Chunk. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, but he did well at the doctor's appointment. I love her pediatrician. I was like, I never thought I'd say that about like a doctor. But she like takes a lot of time to like go through everything. I don't know. Like, is your pediatrician the same way? I don't. I mean, I, I like ours just fine. She's kind of quiet. She's like, she's yeah. a little mousy. Okay, mine too. She, she doesn't really get into it that much. But I don't know. Maybe we just don't ask. Well, June asks too many questions. Yeah, Melissa does too. At Melissa the, comes with a list of questions. At the second doctor's appointment for Quinn, June's asking all these questions, and I'm just like, June, well, this is our second baby. You're asking all these questions that we already know the answer to. Yeah, but is it gender specific? Maybe no, they're not. It's like oh, about skin, well. or is is she eating enough? It's like. Yeah. She's eating what she's eating. Well, it's been a couple of you years. Can't force it. I know, but it's like, I don't know. It's like it's a waste of time. I'm real grumpy. You are grumpy from uh, all the like. I've, I'm actually too much sugar. Like way too much sugar. Like my, I just have a constant headache now. That's no good. No, it's really bad. You need to get back on the bike. Yeah, and possibly keto. Might try that again. No, just just defer to Robin Arzon, and you'll be good. Yeah. I don't know anything about Robin Arzon, but I do know that that is where you want to defer to. Okay. I like Allie Love. Okay. But when okay. I want to get my ass kicked, I'll go to Robin. Okay, that sounds good. A um, couple of other things that happened in the last couple of weeks. Mateo got his first cold. I had to start sucking boogers out of his nose. Oh, right. But not with the straw thing. Oh, with the... the with the little squish, the little tube what, thing what squish. The, like a bulb? Bulb, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um... And, you know, so what had happened was that I think the air is just different in the house now. So we got a humidifier. Mm. That was a big one. But Melissa ate like six or seven hour old lasagna and got like tremendously food, like really bad food poisoning. Like she was literally throwing up all night long. And I thought to myself... What do I want? Maybe she's pregnant again. That's what I thought. I'm not I, joking. I was like, holy crap. But then it was just like, oh, she ate bad lasagna. Yeah. That was it. Now she fits into her pre-pregnancy pants. And I'm like, well, maybe it's because you threw everything up. Just like all got out of there, you know? Oh, but this was in the last 48 hours? No, it was like in the last like week. Oh. She's still not over it. She still like looks at some foods in the last week and she's like, ugh. You know, I can't even... But um, it really, I mean, so then she got, like, food poisoning, and then Mateo got a cold, and then, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to take care of the dogs and the wife and the baby, and it was, like, just insanity. How do you deal with that? I don't know. I'm surprised Quinn hasn't gotten sick yet because Bo's been sniffly. I've been sick on and off here for a couple weeks, but, and I sleep next to her every night. But she's breastfed. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah, because they get, like, antibodies. Okay. That's what, I, that's what the, at least I read. But I remember Bo, I'm pretty sure Bo got sick in the first couple months at some point. Well, I mean, that's, I, I'm sure that it, like, obviously it happens, but it's mm. like, so, yeah. And then the first round of shots happened. Did you do first round of shots yet? Mm-hmm. That is rough. Yeah, you you know you think you have heard like all the screaming they can do. Yeah, and then the shots are like it's it's crazy. I don't know who cried like more, the baby or Melissa. Killing an animal. We were laughing. Oh, I was laughing, 
And Melissa was crying her eyes out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know who cried more. The do- the pediatrician was like, are you ready, Mateo? And <laughs> and then, like, I started giggling about that question. And then she turns to Melissa and says, are you ready, Mom? <laughs> and M- Melissa was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then she goes, jab, 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 jab. <laughs> yeah. I think the first time with, with Bo, I, I might have gotten a little bit teary just because you like that was the first time i've seen him scream like that yeah and it's it's a little terrifying thing but you never want you know your kid to be feeling any kind of pain so the first time right. is a little jarring but i also remember laughing a lot and i think it's just been laughing ever since i think i'm just like a very realist like i'm like a realist about it yeah um he actually did like this oral like um like drops in his mm. mouth kind of thing and I was, he, she, the, the nurse had stopped and he got really upset and he started licking his lips and everything. <laughs> and she goes, oh, it's mixed with sugar water. Yum. So like, he's already got a sweet tooth. Nice. You know? Um, well, no wonder. Oh yeah. Well, all the donuts, of course. And Melissa eats cookies like it's her job. My gosh. That's the crazy part about her fitting into her pre-pregnancy pants. But she's not drinking. Speaking of which, she got drunk for the first time the other night. Like, yeah. like really drunk. Like, she went to bed at... Ten, she stopped drinking at 10.30 p.m. Still, the breast strip things, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for the milk. At 7.30 in the morning, she still had alcohol in her system. That's a lot of booze. That's a lot of booze. Um, but it was, like, a ton of fun for her. And it worked out because, like... I was able to bottle feed on pumped milk and she only does this like once a year where like her cousin comes into town and stuff, but it was a good experience and he slept. So like that night with the bottles and everything, he slept seven hours. Mm -hmm. It's like crazy. They say that a baby can at this age can sleep up to like 10 or 11 hours. Yeah. Depending on if they're breastfed or bottle fed. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like crazy. Awesome. I felt so well rested. Do they say that formula keeps them fuller? Yes, it do- that's what they say. Yeah. You you can go longer if you're if you're. Here's something open. bad I was doing. What for a minute for like a span of like three days? We got those those like single use packets of Infamil. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember the doctor saying like the formula fills them up quicker. So then maybe I can get some more sleep out of her if I just put a little bit of that in her her breast milk. Can you mix it? No, you cannot. It's, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know that until a few days after, and June found out I was doing it, and she got really pissed. But she didn't know. She just was pissed just because. But it worked out. She was sleeping longer, maybe. Uh, maybe. It actually can have some negative effects in there. Oh, regard. really? Yeah. Um, so. Like on their poops or whatnot? Because the stuff is made to be mixed with water. Oh, yeah. So it actually sucks some of the. Um, nutrients hydration like yeah. properties out of the milk yeah so you could actually end up dehydrating them by putting that stuff in there oh milk. wow so luckily i only did that like three nights and yeah. i was putting like i was putting like a portion of a packet in with the, like not a whole one that you would mix in with water so right yeah that was pretty stupid of me um take full responsibility for that one it's a bad idea definitely don't want to do that i'm kind of disappointed at some of our instagram followers <laughs> Uh, I posted a photo of Walter, my dog. Got one heart. I think it was you. 
No, you got uh, Angel down the hall here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Music group. She, yeah. she liked it, and then I think your wife liked it, and then I went ahead and liked it. Yeah. After it went up, it went almost a full day with only two likes. Yeah, not cool, people. Not really, cool at all. I don't even understand. Did the, <laughs> the algorithm change or something, and like that just didn't end up in anybody's feed? Apparently. That was brutal. That was absolutely because I just posted a quote today, and I'm already doubled the likes of. He he felt really bad about it. Actually, he was like, you know, Ooh, why dog. doesn't any, yeah, why doesn't anybody like me? So, it's not a podcast about dogs. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's about my family. So, my dogs are part of my family. Um, what what's the last thing? Oh, um, I the had last a last thing. Well, no, I just like in the last few weeks, like those are some big milestones. Okay. Um, I had a pretty successful dad joke that I sent you this morning. Was it? I mean, I don't know why you didn't think it was I funny. I feel like dad jokes are more punny. Yeah, but like, this was really punny. I don't know. I had a friend and, um, I told her in a conversation that Melissa fit into her pants and this was on a voicemail. And so she texted me this morning and said, Hey, I got your message. That's fantastic. And uh, I said, yeah, Melissa had all the feels. Certainly she had a pants party. I just didn't get to join. And she says, here's to hoping you start getting late again. Uh-huh. But really, though. I said, baby steps, Jess. Baby steps. That's hilarious. It says baby in it. That's it? Like, that's that's really punny. I mean, that's like... That's not a pun. You know what a pun is? A pun is something that's like something else. A baby steps is like... No, pun Pun is when you like use words that sound Yeah, like it's similar. punny. Like funny and, and punny. Yeah, but that's not... You don't know what a pun is. But a pun is also when you relate something to some... Like when it's it has a double meaning. I have to disagree with you. Like baby steps is punny because no, it's not punny because it's not. No, you're wrong. Okay, well, it was a fail, obviously a failed dad joke in Eric's eyes, but maybe no, people it, could weigh in. It's just not a pun on whether or not they think that this pun it's is not, actually funny or not. It's not a pun. Okay, this not pun is is funny or not. We can find out from our listeners whether or not that's funny. You know what the, a pun is, right? Yeah, I I know what a pun is. Google defines a pun as a joke exploiting the different possible meanings of a word or the fact that there are words that sound alike but right. have different meanings. Yes. Hold on one second. Let's bring Melissa in on this real quick. Hey, Melissa, do you want to be on the podcast today? Sure. Okay. What do you want to say today? Well, I guess it depends. Which podcast are we recording right now we're going to be uh recording new dad newer dad right now okay cool um i want to talk about time management and i need help okay as a new mom what do you, where do you find time management as your biggest challenge um prioritizing life okay so i have all of this work to do and i have holiday responsibilities a.k.a. shopping for gifts, and I have, you know, other things like pumping and feeding the baby, um, and then we have Maggie Nanny here, um, so she's watching him, um, 
so I should be taking advantage of that time. But instead, I'm realizing, like, with the holidays, I'm kind of on crunch time. Um, so it's kind of just, I'm a little crazy right now, and I've mismanaged my whole day. And now I'm just kind of, like, wigging out. Okay, so aren't you supposed to be at a nail appointment right now? Yeah, I forgot about it. Oh. See? Okay. Because I have, like, these deadlines and stuff, so I didn't prioritize that properly. So it's just really hard to prioritize when, and for some reason, like, I always, I think I was always this kind of spazzy before I had a kid, but for some reason having a kid makes me feel even more spazzy. Interesting. So I I would suggest definitely going to your nail appointment, or is that off the table at this point? <laughs> no, I can go. Okay. So you have you have help right now for Mateo. Right. Definitely get out of there. Go take care of one thing at a time. Right. And then after your nail appointment, you give me but a then ring. It's like you know, this is my best pumping time too. So it's like I have to think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, but know? but an hour isn't going to make much of a difference. Right. So. Um, so that's that, yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would think about if I was you. Mm-hmm. All right. So how's the podcast going? Good. Eric? Sure. Okay. Eric, well, I got your card. It was lovely. Good. <laughs> I don't know. I have to go but... to the grocery store and get stamps so we can send ours out. That sounds good. Well, we appreciate you being on the podcast. We're going to. Well, it was great being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Melissa, we're going to copy your card idea for next year. With the, oh, fun! With, like, the hats and the onesies? Yes. I can't oh wait to gosh. see Eric in a onesie. Wait, there are, like, actual I'm going to be so ripped by them. Not... <laughs> wait, like, I'm not going to say the name of it because if you guys ever, like, are able to talk about this company, but there's this, like, specific company that makes the cutest family matching onesies. Um, like, for babies and for dogs, like, the whole family could wearing the same thing it's but so cute but. I, I liked your guys ones that weren't like like some dumb pattern like they were right. just like the plain gray like uh long johns yes that's a, amazon yeah all amazon hat scarf onesies got it all from amazon prime and oh. thank you to our sponsors just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for having us on your uh call here okay We'll uh, talk to you soon. Go to your nail appointment and uh, give me a ring afterwards. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. And that's what I deal with on a daily basis. I mean, that wasn't so bad. Well, the funny part is, is that this morning I was uh, scolded for not putting enough in the calendar and not adhering to the things that are in the calendar strictly enough. And I think that a lot of times, you know, we complain in relationships, we complain just to complain and you know we need a we we vent to each other right you would agree with that right Mm -hmm. and we we ain't got time for that not in this world just keep your thoughts to yourselves if you're not going to do it yourself back to the pun okay so this is a joke exploiting the different possible meanings of a word so baby steps right, but it's taking, does have it's taking, two meanings. It's taking two words and putting them together surrounding the meaning. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the actual words. It's the idea of What it. you were doing was wordplay. It was not a pun. Okay, fine. Here's this is, And this is the big example that I, that I like to use. Ariana Grande at the Grammys one year was introducing The weekend, And she actually did the introduction as 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the pun of the century. He earned it. Get it? Because that's the name of his song. He earned it. But, okay, now I get it. But that's not a pun, because you're not using some other word. You're just saying a thing. Yes, that's I guess you you're mean. right. This is considered wordplay. Right. Examples of wordplay include puns, phonetic mix-ups, such as spoonerisms, yeah. obscure words, and meanings. Right. Pun gets thrown around very loosely. Pun is the macaroons of words. Ooh. It came everybody, full circle. Everybody thinks they're eating macaroons. They are not. They're yeah. eating macarons. Yes, that's true. And it came full circle. Uh, okay, so did I have success in my wordplay or not? It remains to be seen. Bad dad joke in any case, according to Eric. Y'all can weigh in. I have one other thing. This is just me being in a self-deprecation mode today. Because I feel like I just am not up to par. We both need to get back on the bikes. Um, me more so than you. But yeah, I, I need. I just need like a full reboot. Yeah, like a detox? Yeah, like a life detox. Yeah. Like I need... I need is that a, what the new year is for? Like, do we just do this like in this time of year? See, that's the thing. It's like June was yelling at me last night. She's like, "You don't have to wait till the new year to to do this." Yeah, and I fully agree with that. I should start it now because that would show how committed I am to it. Um, otherwise, I'd just be like, "Well, diet starts in two weeks." Blah 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 blah. I do that every day, though. Yeah, right. It's um, Chris Farley and the Gap Girls. Yeah, I just watched Adam Sandler's song on. I on haven't Chris watched Farley. it yet. Yeah. Diet starts Monday. Yeah. Lay off me. I'm starving. Just. Anyways. Yeah. Let's get on it. Maybe we should start a new dad, newer dad challenge. And. Uh, what do you want that to be? I don't know. We could be posting about our fitness journey as well. Yeah. Why not? There's a pun there somewhere. I always do well with, with bets. Like. When I lost like a ton of weight, when I was really big, mm-hmm. most of that came during a bet that I was in. I lost like 30 pounds. I will bet you that you cannot lose another 30 pounds. I don't think I can lose another 30 pounds. Because that would put me... Uh, at an under, unhealthy weight. Under no, 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 no. That would put me under 200, and that's like the plateau. I can't get underneath that. We'll work on it together, Eric. For some reason. So tell me, anything that I sparked in milestones of your life in the last couple of weeks? Oh, I can't go anywhere anymore. Why? Because it's just so hard. Like, you mean like to the shop, like to shopping or... Out to dinner. Out to dinner, anywhere. I can't do anything anymore. Because there's just too much to handle. It's way too much. Yeah. And it drives me crazy. And then I get, I, somehow I get a really short fuse. Maybe and it, maybe that has just had to do with you know me needing this reboot, but uh, like I'm always on edge when I'm out. What about it? Bo's misbehaving? Yeah. So is it is it more on Bo's side of things or pretty much because he's um, he's full on even though I hate using it because it's so cliche but I mean he's full on in his his terrible twos. Well, like there's a reason the cliche exists. Yeah. It's um, it's bad. Uh, well, I mean, I only have, like, I can't relate, yeah, so I only no. have a carrier. Like, we went to dinner last night. It was fine. Yeah. 
I mean, there even came to a point with with just Bo, like while June was pregnant, where I was like, I don't want to go out to eat with him anymore. So this is basically just the the aftermath of having your second child is just a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're just looking for yeah, like going for time to yourself, or or what is that? No, I mean, I I always, um, I always, you know, cherish time to myself, alone time. That's something that I really. Yeah. Like and need. I like being alone for, you know, a certain period of time. But, yeah, I don't know. Just going out is really hard. And then, like, going shopping and that kind of thing and out to eat, nearly impossible if it's just the two of us. And then there's the going somewhere, like, on a schedule. Like, Melissa was just talking about, like, if we have to be somewhere at a certain time, it's just, it's not happening. Right. Like, for Thanksgiving, we were, like, an hour late. I feel you on that one. It's, um, but I think that's like most new parents, and I feel like that's most that's certainly most new second par- second time parents. Yeah, it's brutal. Well, and I because it's huge. I feel like I attribute that mostly to to June because she doesn't manage her time well at all. Uh-huh. Like she'll wait until like a half hour before we're supposed to be somewhere. And be like, well, I got to pump real quick and then get dressed. That is the frustrating part I'm noticing. So I decided like for Christmas next week or whatever Christmas Eve, and we're going to my parents. I'm going to tell her we have to be there one hour before we actually have to be there. Yes. And see what happens. Because, like, um, what was it? Thanksgiving. It was 3 o'clock. The other people are getting there at 3. We got there around 4.30. So it was, like, a legit hour and a half late. Yeah. We left the house around, like, I think we pulled out the drive at 4.02. And how late did you, how many hours did you stay before it was, like, too much? We stayed till about eight fifteen, eight thirty. We actually got out of there at a decent time, like not too much past Bo's bedtime. But yeah, Christmas, I'm gonna try this one hour thing and see how that works. And like we had our family uh, mini session photo shoot. Yeah. We were late for that. Is that what um, the Christmas card came out of? Yeah. Pretty um, pretty awesome Christmas card. It was good. Um, thank you. We were like fifteen minutes late for that. Uh huh. We we let her know ahead of time, and and we knew that like, it was my friend that was after us. So she's like, "Don't worry about it; it'll be all right." Like I have a, a gap in between like other ones, so we can push everybody back. But have you been on time to anything in the last <coughs> eight weeks? When it's just me going somewhere? No, but with the family. No, like even if I'm going somewhere with like if I'm just taking Bo or if I'm dropping her off somewhere, I'm always on time. Right. Like I'm ready to go. I try to get Bo ready to go. And then, so all I have to worry about is, like, if the baby needs to eat or something before we run out the door or getting her food together or waiting on June. Because mm. I never know what level of getting ready June needs. Sometimes it's a shower. Sometimes it's not a shower. Sometimes that's it's makeup. That's actually really poignant because that's what I think I struggle with is, and I never thought about this, is that I never know what she needs. Mm-hmm. Not June, but Melissa. Right. It's like you definitely don't know what June needs. I definitely don't know what June needs, but I I certainly don't know what Melissa needs, and I can only theorize. But it's like not only are they, I guess I have to appreciate where they're coming from too, because do they even know what they need? I don't think so. I mean, last night June was going out by herself. They they do this ladies' Christmas thing every mm-hmm. year, so she was going over to the east side. She needed to leave the house at seven. I think she left around 7.30 is going to be my guess. And that's just her going by herself. Right. 
Only well, there's a lot only, of things to do, though. Only needing to get herself together. I had to wrap the presents that she was bringing because she didn't have time to do that, and she's terrible at wrapping presents. But, I mean, that's where the problem is. It's it's, it's completely on June because I, I try and get as much as I have control over yeah. ready at the time it's supposed to be ready. But I think that that's a result of a, a byproduct of, like, bad communication. Like, I just got a text message from Melissa. Hey, it just occurred to me that if you don't mind, I could really use your help for a couple of errands. Like, I never get text messages like this. This is good communication. Mm -hmm. Like, this allows me to help. And you could imagine that if June communicated to you what she needed to do things on time, then then you would do them. Mm -hmm. But I think that a lot of times it doesn't occur to them because they're so tired and so, you know, overwhelmed with all these different things and so on and so forth i'd like to get a female's perspective on that yeah no just a thought but i hear you more communication probably would help that i mean what more do i have to communicate like saying no, what, not when you we, communicating her communicating when we need to be out the door no, no 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 what you she needs to communicate to you more about what she needs to do what needs to be done but it's just a thing that she she needs done that i can't do anything about but if you knew ahead late. of time, then you'd be able to make sure she was doing things that she needed to do. I try. At those times. Well, how do you know unless you know before? Mm. You don't. I didn't know on Sunday that going to the Cavs game and leaving the baby with Melissa was a big deal until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Had she told me beforehand, I probably wouldn't have gone. Why was it a big deal? Because she was with her cousin all weekend and they were... It's like they're oh. once a year kind of thing. But it's like if you don't communicate beforehand, then don't be pissed afterwards. Like, is June angry that she's she's late to things? No, she doesn't care at all. Okay, so then why do you care? Because I don't like being late. Okay, so you guys should compromise. Let's just be a little bit late. Being a little bit late. That's not, it's not okay. I, well, I know it's not okay. I don't like being late either. I don't know if I've ever shown up on time to anything with Melissa, even before a baby. Think about how that's exacerbated after the baby. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's things like the, like the photo shoot. Like, we needed to be on time for that. Yeah. Like, family Thanksgiving, Not I'm not really worried about it. I'd just it's an rather be out the door than sitting there ready to go just waiting. Right. No, I got you. Um, on that note, um, one thing that I'm trying to do this week, because Mateo's turning 10 weeks old... Is setting up a schedule. I think routine, in my opinion, breeds success. Do you feel also like routine has helped before you were a parent of two children and you were in a one-child situation? Did routine help you? Because it remains to be seen whether or not that's going to be helpful with two kids, right? Um, Because there's a difference between being in a routine and having a schedule. Can you explain that to me? Because a routine is like... Oh, this usually happens around this time. And I feel like a schedule is more of do this at this. Because we have friends that, more stringent. that have a schedule that's like he needs to eat this much at this time. And they do that no that's matter what a, is that, happening. Yes, on. that's what I've learned to be called a parent-led schedule. Yeah. Um, and we didn't do that. We let Bo and everything that was happening dictate you know, when things happened. We had a general idea of when those things would happen, yeah, but so we didn't. We didn't let them control us on what we were doing, or you know him. Right, and that's what's called a baby-led schedule, is what I've yeah. learned. 
And so there's a a, a book by um, Gina Ford. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of her. Nope. Um, but she's all about the parent-led schedules. I think that we've been more on the same route of where you are at, like like routine versus schedule. Yeah. But I think that I want to try to move into schedule space. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm continually being I think frustrated. That's going to be a source of more stress, isn't it? I don't. Well, yes, maybe initially, but if I can continue to, uh, like, if I can get to the point of having an actual schedule. It sounds like what you want to do is make a schedule that naturally moves into this, like, just a routine, rather than having a schedule and being like, this needs to happen at this time. I would, yes, I would like it to just happen on a schedule. I would like the routine to be (laughs) scheduled. Like, I want it to be a (coughs) parent-led experience where like i'm saying like, i mean okay. everything is parent-led anyways i don't really like that because the the baby's not like hey yeah it is it's, it's to, crying it's to, it says i yeah. want to eat i want to poop i want to sleep i want to burp i want to do any of these things like that's all baby led mm. like you can be baby led within the confines of parent-led but you cannot be parent-led in the confines of baby-led interesting because you're always going to satisfy your baby's needs before the schedule's yeah. needs, right? The the only people that I know have that have done like a super strict schedule like that ended up with a baby that was sick all the time. Really? Yeah. All kinds of problems. Was constantly getting sent home from day, um, daycare. Yeah. Because then you might set up a situation where then they're so used to it that any little you know change is going to throw their whole body off rather than just letting their body dictate when things but don't you have, have do, doesn't that call like my thought process as well without routine no no without a schedule is that it kind of breeds like unless your routine is pretty like pretty solid like like this happens generally between 7 and 8 every single day and this happens between 8 and 10 every single day and you know so on and so forth it kind of breed it almost without that it breeds like an undisciplined, unruly child, no? Like, I'm a layman, so I have no idea. I'm just... I don't think so. But also, I'm kind of okay with that. If it's a two-year-old that's outgoing and running up to people and stuff like that, Yeah. I I, I see more benefit in that than having a, a shy kid that's, like, scared of everything. If that is relatable to this at all, I don't know. Because we have friends like that well, also where, you know, the kid's not around other kids, and then they're super shy around other adults and other things but Bo is just like he's just like whatever okay but let me let me take this in a different direction which okay. is where i where i even started with this was that our previous discussion was about how our wives are perpetually late to things mm. right and i'm wondering if by creating more of a schedule led you know routine versus just like you know this happens whenever like, what if the baby sleeps for, you know, like, four hours here and seven hours there and two hours here and whatever, and everything's all, like, kind of messy? Then, of course, how is it that June can expect to pump and then wait a little bit and then feed and then run out the door when you don't really know when those things are going to happen? You have a routine. We, no, it kind of happens have, here. We have a general idea of when things are going to happen. Like, yes. we know Bo goes down for a nap around noon, 12.30, whenever we can get him there. Yeah. And that's it. 
and then he'll sleep as long as he sleeps. But what about Quinn's like eating schedule, for instance? I think I'm talking more on the we, newborn side of things than like on Bo's side of things because Bo, yeah, I mean, by two years old, I would imagine things are pretty routine yeah. at that I point. Mean, we just feed her when she needs to feed. I haven't kept track of times on that at all. Yeah, but by, by creating at night, a schedule. At night, there's like the general last feeding is around like the eight to nine o'clock hour, uh-huh. and then she'll wake up around you know anywhere from four to seven. How long is she sleeping for continually? Whatever that is, like nine to. She's sleeping nine hours already. No, uh, nine o'clock till like either four or oh to seven. She slept as late as like seven thirty. She slept for more than seven hours in a given. Like, what am Mm. I doing wrong? Jesus, nothing. Help me. Just a good night. That's all. Um. Okay. But uh, is that like normal? No, No, like not normal. Like, is that is does that happen often? No, like once or twice a week, probably. Wow. Usually she wakes up around 4.30. Wow. That's, that's probably the most common. Yeah, Mateo wakes up at like 5 and starts talking to himself now. Yeah. Hi. I just don't like all the sucking noises that she does like right in my ear. She's just like... Is she in a, she's in a bassinet next to the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She wakes up. Whenever she's awake, it's just... It drives me insane. But that's yeah. that's my thing. What's that called when you don't like noises, like consistent uh, noises and chewing noises? Yeah, it's like um, monophobia or something. Something like that. Um, yeah. I definitely have that. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's called autophobia. No, that's mm, anxiety. No, there's disorder. some other one. <laughs> My bad. Well, in any case, um, I think that uh, it's Mes- something that I'm going to Misophonia. Misophonia. I knew it was something with an M. It's uh, related or repetitive sounds like yeah, breathing, ahem, or or pen clicking, or what? what? Breathing. Oh yeah, breathing. Yeah, that's the worst when somebody's breathing into their microphone really loud. Yeah, but like growing up, my dad, uh, in the mornings eating breakfast was, I, I had to leave the table when I was like in sixth grade because yes. I couldn't deal with the spoon hitting the bottom, and then the sucking off the spoon in a very rhythmic way every time, and like. You know the food comes off the spoon by itself. You don't have to suck it. Yeah, that's that's I can't I can't be around Melissa when she eats and there's not music around. Yeah, same thing. Well, in any case, uh, I think that that kind of caps us today on on topics. Even though there wasn't a set topic, but that's just kind of the happenings of life recently. Word up. Um, I did want to. Um, so I did. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research on. This whole schedule thing, right? Yeah, I know. Um, And we're trying to do activity time, you know, four times throughout the day. You know, after he wakes up, after his morning nap, after his afternoon nap, and before he goes to bed. Obviously, we have the bedtime routine down pretty well with reading of books. But one thing that I um, did not really um, know about was that there's books that have, like, little finger puppets Mm -hmm. in them and so um that's like an actual like developmental kind of thing like if you use these books with a finger puppet it's kind of you know gets their mind going so uh my book recommendation this week is one that um we have been reading uh and it is uh, Mary had a little lamb finger puppet book, and uh, it's pretty cool. I'm gonna be 
Uh, I just purchased purchased as well um, one about an elephant or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, we have this whole animal thing going in the nursery, so it seems to work out really well. Um, Mary had a little lamb finger puppet book by Cottage Door Press. Does it, does it have the head going right through the middle of the book? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I guess it's like a really good, like, developmental thing for them to, you know, see the book and stuff. And I thought it was kind of annoying because the way your your finger's in it and then you have to open it up. and. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, all for the development of their young brains. Whatever. I just uh, purchased, as a result, all these little tiny finger puppets as well just oh, to that's play fun. with. So that's kind of fun. I got Bo into Lion King. So I'm pretty excited about that. Ooh, Beyonce. Probably not good for him, but we watch a lot more movies than educational stuff. I'm excited to watch Moana for the first time with oh God, Moana, so Mateo. Good. You haven't seen it? Nope. It's really good. Have not seen uh, very many. I, I saw Toy Story. Yeah, we haven't shown that, him that yet. For a specific reason? Or? No, just I don't I don't have it on uh, DVD and it's ah. nowhere to stream. Gotcha. Um, that's something I'm having difficulty with. Like, to buy a streaming, like, it costs like $19 just to get, like, a movie off of Amazon or iTunes. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. Well, Disney's going to have their own I know. platform and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm excited to pay $10 more a month for that. Yeah. But be. right now, I need Toy Story on DVD. I need Finding Nemo. You know, you could probably get, like, a VCR and, like, just go yeah. to, like, Half Price Books and buy a whole bunch of buy tapes. Buy all the tapes back that I got rid of. Yeah, pretty much. 20 years ago. Yeah. Why not? I mean, mm. support the local economy. But we're still using... He watches Lion King every night before he goes to bed. He watches it in our bed. He doesn't get sick of it? No, he loves it. He's really good at learning words and like repeating them back as they're happening too. Oh, so it's like a de it's again like a developmental thing, kind of. Um, sure, that makes me feel better about just showing him a movie every night. You should get him his own little like thing or something, so it doesn't like bother you. What what bother me? Like the movie. Lion King's like my favorite movie of all time. I know, but you eventually have to get like. No. You're over. I, like I said, I've seen Moana probably. Four to five hundred times. Yeah, I can't do that. And I still am not sick of it. I definitely so, same can't with do Coco. That. Coco is great. Yeah. Anyways, is that it? That's it. Okay. Um, that's my book suggestion. Any um, any final thoughts? No, we got Christmas next week or last week, probably because we were. Well, no, it's probably even New Year's by now. So when I, people are happy, listening to yeah, this. Happy yeah. New Year's, everybody. Um, definitely, if you're a new listener, uh, write us a review. Uh, follow us on Instagram, New Dad, Newer Dad. Make sure you like um, all of the the pictures in uh, the the Dustin column. Yeah, because my dog is feeling really bad. So if you could go back to that picture of Walter, <laughs> um, you know, he was being a bad dog. I didn't mean to, like, write a post discouraging people from liking the photo you're dog shaming i was dog shaming so um he would appreciate the likes and uh also tell your friends that are also new parents uh we have listeners across the united states right now the world the really the world yeah so tell your friends okay
That's it. You know what to do. Well, read a book. Be a dad. <laughs> I'll start that over. Be a dad to your books. Be a dad to your books. Uh, be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a kid to your books. What? <laughs> I messed it up again. Okay. Yeah, so definitely be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. If you don't, if you think I'm Damn taking it. that out, you oh. are sorely mistaken. We're taking it all out. No. Nope. Yep. No. Clap. Be a dad. Take the clap out. Be a real dad. <laughs> Read a book to your kids. Bye. Bye.